there's police at my door asking me questions. And I was like, what did I do? I have my mom here and I have her here to like, kind of shed light on the darkness of my memories, set me on a straight path of rightness. We'll start at the very beginning. I was like, kind of a normal kid, but my dad was like never around. I never like really saw him or remember seeing him as a kid. And then like, I wanted to see him. I didn't know what type of effects it would have. It was like my mom, my sister, and my grandpa, and we were like the Titanic. And he was like the iceberg. And then we just collided and then it all, we all sunk. Then, how old were you? I was like six, seven, in first grade-ish. Mm -hmm. And then keep I keep on seeing my dad all the time into second grade, and I was a bad student, had bad grades. I was a nuisance to the classmates and my classes. Disruptive, I think was the term. <laughs> yeah, disruptive. I There's this system of punishments called minors, and there's something called majors. I had like three majors and like 10-ish minors. I used to hide from my dad or he would like hurt me. <laughs> um, I was abused as a child. A lot, it, yeah, for really dumb reasons. This is how my dad was, just a controlling, uh, manipulative person and he was disabled he had type 2 diabetes had to get his legs chopped off and he was black so that's like his main excuses for being how he was, was you don't you only don't like me because I'm black and obese or black and diabetes disabled blah 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 I don't always have to change his wounds and stuff and that just sucks but I had my mom for sort of a while before my mom's an alcoholic recovered alcoholic and in after in third grade i had to stay with my dad because after christmas my mom like turned yellow and she had kidney some failure and she had to go to the hospital it was really hard to see her getting taken away like that. And then she was in there and outpatient for like three weeks. And then she had to do a 12-step program. I was in the hospital in urgent care for three weeks. And then I went to a residential treatment program. <laughs> and my dad wouldn't even let me see her after that, but while I was with my dad, without being able to see my mom, he had full custody. It was rough, it was horrible. It was like, just bad treatment, just getting yelled at every day. I used to have counts of like, I didn't get, I don't, I didn't get yelled at once this weekend or something. So I'd be super giddy about that. And- Were those counts you made for yourself? Yeah. I didn't get yelled at this weekend. Then it was a good a good weekend? Yeah. Sounds really stressful. It was. In in third grade I didn't have like anyone to like rely on because my mom was gone. 
and all I had was my friends. It was like, it's like my main reason of life was just like, just be with my friends. Because they need me and I need them. Which is awesome. A good relationship to have. But my mom finally got out of wherever she was. And she, uh, after a while, my dad finally let her have me so I could go to school and I would see him on the weekends. Horrible weekends, but I got to see her and I was super happy. I think the reason he did was I remained calm and I didn't fight with him. I just did everything I possibly could could to prove to him that I was sober and doing really well and um, wanted you back and desperately wanted you back, but I didn't fight with him and I didn't argue with him and I didn't beg. I just over and over tried to prove that I had changed. And um, I think the reason that he eventually allowed me to start seeing you again only was because he was in the hospital having his leg amputated and needed me to take you. Yeah. It was an, always an equal exchange with my dad. There's never like good acts, I guess. Not benevolent acts? No. No, no not benevolent. My mom's super nonchalant. She's super nice, easygoing, awesome person. So she's always cool like that. And the cycles continued. Normal kid stuff, like go to my dad's on the weekends, be with my mom on the weekdays. My grades are kind of getting up. And it just goes like that until fifth grade where it's a Halloween party in October or something. I'm going to my best friend's Halloween party. And I want to get there faster, so I lie to my dad. Because I told him this time, but I told my mom a different time to come pick me up, and I lied to him. And he was super mad about that. He found my phone, he found the text. And he just laid on, he was scolding me for like 30 minutes. That's kind of how it was my dad. 30 minute scolds. He's cursing me out for 30 minutes. And then you ring the doorbell and you like knock on the door and you come in and like you're walking up the stairs and all you hear is like a, a big smack and a crash fall down the floor and I'm just like crying and you see that or hear it and I'm like uh, he's like get up stop crying give me a hug give me a kiss goodbye say I love you I was like I love you and then you let's go he continued to lecture you while I stood there and I witnessed some of that the swearing at you and the lecturing and I was just standing there petrified waiting for the opportunity to get you out of there um, it, I had never witnessed that um, firsthand I kind of want to tell with every weekend well except for the weekends where I had my counters number two I don't think I ever made it past two weeks, two weekends, but yeah. So you brought me to the car and then I, I just laid it on you. I, was, I told you everything and I was sad. You were sad. You gave me an option. If you want to see your dad, tell me. If you don't, I won't take you back. Shed some, shed some light on that because I don't know about what an order of protection is. <laughs> so, um... I told you that it was my job to keep you safe, and if you were not safe, then I 
could not, as a parent, allow you to be in an unsafe environment. And then you proceeded to tell me all of the things that you had never told me that your dad had been doing. And so I said, when the weekend comes again, we'll talk about it and you can decide if you want to see your dad, I'll, I'll find a way to, to do that and to make sure that you're safe in doing that. So when the first weekend came, um, you said you didn't want to see him. And I told your dad, you didn't want to see him and he went ballistic and then what happened um i had i had cops coming in and asking me questions and i was like what did i do but it was just my dad calling the cops on me calling the cops on me and my mom parental abuse and there was none that they could see i was just a happy little giddy kid and they found that that was wasting their time and then the court stuff started, which was hard because of money. And it was just this ongoing battle of stress. And it was hard to deal with for so long. Until years. Years. Mm-hmm. And so my dad passed away. And it, and it all stopped. And I... Your dad passed away. Yeah. He died. R- he died. Not RIP. But he died. <laughs> And it just hasn't had effect over me. Um, I had to go to therapy for like PTSD and stuff for a while. That was awesome. But you just, just everything stopped. You know, all the pain, the hurt just ended. That's why I never really felt any, like I didn't feel sad for him. And that. And what's it like now? What is life like having one parent? This is parental separation. It just so happens he's deceased. It's a different type of separation you're experiencing than it was before when the courts were keeping us, keeping you apart from him. And so does it feel like, uh, how does that feel to be, to not have a dad? Uh, you know, I don't really care. Like, like, I never woke up one day like, man, I really wish I had a dad right now. That'd be awesome. Because you didn't know what you were missing because your idea of a dad was what you had, which was a monster. Yeah. So, and then now you have a father figure. What is that like? Um, That's pretty cool. I don't think I can ever see myself like having a father figure because I don't see Roger as a father figure explain who Roger is Roger is my mom's new husband well just first husband she's my mom's husband he's awesome he's like one of the best people ever if I had a father figure I would choose him but I never like really look at him and see father figure like if someone asked me a father figure I would say him but it's that's just not true like because I don't think I'll ever be able to, like, change father with, like, my dad. And I don't think I could ever put Roger under that category of father. Because father, I just can't connect father with, like, love and goodness. So, Roger's like a bonus dad, sort of like homie. <laughs> he's, a, he's like a really cool friend to have. He's an awesome person. He's like a guardian. It's kind of how I see him. Like a cool uncle. <laughs> 
So, I that's just, I just don't. Do you think that that having that mental attitude prevents you from somehow subconsciously being hurt by getting too involved in the relationship? Probably, maybe. Yes, there's, there's definitely a chance. Because I would say that you're closer to him than I see a lot of boys your age are with their own dads. You and Roger are like really close. So it doesn't, I guess it doesn't matter if you, what title you put on it. It's that individual in your life that is a male individual that is somebody that you would aspire to be like. Somebody that teaches you what's right and what's wrong and how to live life and how to be a man. And if you have all the, look at all the men in your life or all the men you know and and line them up and you know who do i want to be when i grow up if you have some sort of role model to to um model your life after and think that roger would be second to bruce wayne second to bruce wayne i want to be batman yeah well well that's gonna it i guess for time Thank you for listening. This has been my personal narrative for conscious separation, for my personal experience. Yeah. Thank you, man. This is Parental Segregation. I'm your host, Miles Milner. We're streaming from Wyzetta, Minnesota. So let's just get into it. Thank you for listening to Parental Segregation. I'm your host, Miles Miller, and have a good night. Can't you see I'm no good without